And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this edition here. Once again, the Metal Steel Podcast returning back to you uh, right now. I know it's been quite some time right now. We have been a week well away since the NFL season has concluded. Super Bowl 56 in the books. Uh, seeing the Los Angeles Rams bringing the second Super Bowl title to the city of L.A. Uh, first time under the L.A. Rams banner. The Rams' second Super Bowl in franchise history. And a, a week is, over a week has passed by right then. Uh, tip your caps off to the Rams uh, for finishing the job, what they did. Especially for Aaron Donald right there. And, of course, Matthew uh, Stafford. Uh, definitely following on cloud nine. But here uh, on this return edition of the Best Steel Podcast, I know I haven't been in a while, but a lot of stuff's been shaking down right now. Uh, getting ready for a new era, so to speak, in the Steel City coming up right now. A lot of questions be uh, answered in the coming months, as we've seen. Uh we're going to be uh, breaking down uh, Kevin Colbert right now. I mean, I mean, this has been uh, inevitable for the last few years, ever since he's been doing a year-to-year uh, contract negotiation with him and Art Rooney, which they both uh, felt comfortable with. Uh, he is getting ready to like uh, step aside and move on. I mean, with uh, his life, but I mean, he did even say too he doesn't want to necessarily think of it as uh, retirement uh, per se, but uh, here we are right now where we look at it. Uh, he still thinks he could be a little bit of a, an advisory role uh, to the Steelers, whoever that may be. I mean, the Steelers have interviewed plenty of Caddicks. I mean, even what we heard in the last couple of weeks, uh, Lewis Riddick, uh, who is an analyst for uh, Monday Night uh, Football, I mean, uh, who's done an amazing job. I mean, his name has been floating around. I mean, you look at the internal candidates right now, guys like Omar Khan and Brennan Hunt. I mean, how much will the Steelers continue to go uh, in-house? I mean, since right now, when, when you look at the pattern that's been uh, folding, unfolding right now, I mean, they still elect to choose to keep a guy like Matt Canada as their offense core there. I think Tomlin still has... Uh, pretty fair optimism for him, but a lot of people need to hold their breath going on in the second year. I think a lot of people are definitely tending to feel that the defense will rebound uh, next season right now. I mean, Keith Butler, Butts as they call him, I mean, he has uh, retired and he has expressed like uh, his uh, hard truth of the matter, what's been going on with the defense calling uh, pretty much uh, stated that Mike Tomlin has been uh, pretty much uh, calling pr- basically almost all the defensive plays 
since he's been defensive coordinator. Uh, Mike Thomas definitely been uh, heavily hands-on. I mean, obviously, as we could see the last few years, instead what happens, you have uh, Tara Austin. He gets promoted to the defensive coordinator. And now a real interesting one, too. Uh, Brian Flores, a guy who has gotten fired uh, by the Dolphins on February 10th, I mean, uh, January 10th of this year, pretty much the day after the season uh, concluded. And a guy who was uh, taking the final lawsuit against the NFL for how the Art Rooney rule, the Rooney rule is struggling miserably when you have a lack of black uh, coaches representing this league, where it's assistant coaches, but more particularly in the head coaching area. Uh, it seems like in personnel and positions across the league, not an issue, but the head coach mayor seems to be uh, one that is rubbing people the wrong way. So Brian Flores, as he mentioned, he seeked for counseling uh, through Mike Tomlin, and Mike Tomlin recognized him as a coach and you know pitched him, why not come over here? He has been hired as this Saturday. We'll get to that a little bit later on. And then also, too, uh, we're going to hit on like uh, some of the key positions that stood out for Kevin Colbert. He addressed the Steelers media this past Monday. Uh, he has basically uh, highlighted uh, for right now, I mean, like the receivers, tackles, corners, and outside linebackers, aside from the quarterbacks, it really uh, stood out right there for him. I mean, so, I mean, if, if you're looking at it from that perspective, and I think this team right now, when you look at like the key issues that they, they really need to focus on, I tell you what, of those positions right there, I mean, of course, tackles, I mean, you want to see this offensive line continue to get much better as they uh, group along right now. But for the most part, I really feel right now, too, you know what? I would not mind adding another outside linebacker. Now, granted, I mean, it's, I mean, Beth Rosberger, I mean, he is off into the sunset. I mean, congratulations to him on a wonderful 18-year career. Only question is, will Tom Brady continue to remain uh, retired? Who also uh, retired, I mean, less than a week later than Ben Rosberger did. But seems like he's been pressured into it with uh, his status being uh, reported before he acknowledged anything. So there's still maybe a chance he may come back and play Maybe not with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but another team like San Francisco 49ers. But really put this all in a microscope right now. The Steelers right now, uh, I would not mind waiting a season to hold off on the quarterback. I mean, of course, I mean, because, I mean, what's the biggest complaint we've been hearing the last few years? I mean, we've been hearing it from former uh, players where it's like uh, Ike Taylor. I mean, Ryan Clark, other people who've been skeptic. I mean, about a year ago, almost at this point, when Ben Rosberg was able to get an extension, add some voidable years onto his contract, and that extension, which 2021, and he is he acknowledged towards the end of the season, basically around end of November, that he was insinuating that this was going to be his last go round. And Kenny Pickett, I'm just not so sure if this is the guy for right now. I mean, you also got some uh, free agent options. You could probably also like look at in the route too, or guys you could uh, seek via trade right now. 
I mean, going out for it. I mean, it's you really got to make sure they're doing their uh, homework on this one for right now. Because for, for right now, I mean, the quarterback class for one going to this year's draft is not all that encouraging, if, if you ask me. And when you really, I mean, look at, I mean, the guys that will be unrestricted, I mean, free agents, I mean, going up on the market, I mean, still got a guy like a Jameis Winston. I mean, he's been full of out there. I think Jameis saw Winston for right now, who has a torn ACL and MCL uh, knee injury. And their week eight victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this past season. Uh, he's one that seems nice, but gotta be a little skeptic. How's he gonna be coming off that knee injury right there? You even heard the likes of Marcus Mariola being thrown out there. Shoot, I mean, almost uh, beginning of this month, I was listening to a show uh, filling in on the Paul Zeiss show with some other uh, fellow hosts on 937 The Fan, even Fob bringing out the name. Joe Flacco, if the Steelers decided to get Kenny Pickett. Why? Because they both played at Heinz Field at the University of Pitt. Say what you will about a guy like Joe Flacco. But, I mean, he's still a guy that can throw a nice deep ball when given. And might be someone, too, that they were to go ahead and give. You could probably get him on a cheap deal. I mean, he's an unrestricted free agent. I mean, going into this season, I mean, or will even, like, uh, try trading away for a guy like Russell Wilson? I'm not so sure about Aaron Rodgers. I think that ship is slowly about about sailed for right now. But I, I would like to think right now, this is where the Steelers got to keep their game face on. I don't think this is a decision you want to necessarily rush. Uh, for right now, because you still got a lot of issues going on with this team. Offensive line protection definitely being number one. I mean, you even heard Kevin Colbert saying, too, I mean, granted this is going to be his last uh, hurrah as far as building a team for the draft, helping the team address free agency needs before he uh, hangs it up. But if they were to have Mason Rudolph, he's excited if Mason Rudolph is going to be that guy where he's going to go right now. A lot of people would definitely argue that he hasn't had the legitimate full uh, training camp that he's had. I mean, since he had to be a backup to Ben Rosberger, he probably didn't get like, the full proper offseason reps, just mainly as a backup. And for a guy who had a first-round grade, uh, who they uh, drafted in the third round a couple years ago, I still feel like for right now, I mean, I, I would not be surprised if that happens to pan out that way. I still tend to think for right now that they would grab someone. But to be honest, like I said, I mean, we've been hearing, uh, let's go ahead and get some of these quarterbacks. We went to the Super Bowl odds at the end of the show here. But, I mean, check it out right now. I mean, you got Kenny Pickett. I mean, he is at the cream of the crop right now who's played – Five seasons at the University of uh, Pitt right now, who has a, a career completion percentage of uh, 62%, 81 touchdowns of 32 interceptions. I mean, which is the second most touchdown interception ratio of the first round quarterbacks 
they're projected to go in the first round in this year's uh, draft right now. Another guy uh, people have been aligning for the Steelers to get is also Malik Willis out of the University of Auburn and Liberty right now. I mean, he, he seems to be good. He's uh, six foot one, two inches shorter than what Kenny Pickett would be. Uh, he has 48 touchdowns to 18 interceptions, 63% uh, completion percentage right now. Uh, the biggest uh, difference between you look at a guy when it comes to uh, Malik Willis and uh, Kenny Pickett, I, I will say this after looking at first impressions, is a bit more so Malik Willis's ability to run. I mean, he has compiled up 2,131 years. I mean, 2,131 yards, excuse me, in four seasons at those two colleges. Uh, was career high of rushing coming in his uh, junior season, which was in 2020, and where he ran for 944 yards on the ground, 14 uh, touchdowns right there. I mean, for right now, I mean, a guy like this, I would not mind uh, looking at if he is available, I mean, in this draft. Uh, that was in his uh, junior uh, season. I mean, his third season with Liberty, 944 yards, where he averaged his uh, third best 6.7 uh, yards per attempt. I, I think, I mean, the infatuation with uh, Kenny Pickett, I mean, little by little, I mean, listen, I mean, play, plays the same field the Steelers do since the uh, Panthers share that stadium on weekends, on Saturdays, of course. But for right now, I mean, Kenny Pickett, I mean, like, our promotes even made a great point, too. It's like, how is he going to handle playing when the weather really uh, starts to intensify once we get to, like, say, like, December, more or less, I mean, Grant, we're going to be, we have a 17-game season, but eventually at some point, I would bet that whoever the quarterback's going to be, if they do go long-term through the draft, it's going to be inevitable that we have an 18-game season. I mean, if you have an 18-game season, I mean, think about that for a second. Instead of having the season end how it did this year on January 9th, push it up a week when the wildcard round was started, you'd be talking about like middle of January for the season to end and around President's Day weekend. Unless the NFL, if they do do an 18-game schedule, my suggestion would be if you want to avoid the season ending so late, I mean, the owners still seem to like the idea of having them end on President's Day because they still view it as America's game. Why not go back to like how they did before once upon a time, start the season on Labor Day weekend, and then you have your uh, buy right there, like you have everything set up. I mean, the only question is, would they elect to do two buys in that season? Will they make it a 20-week season instead of 19 weeks? But they do keep the one buy, you'd still be talking about ending around Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, which would be kind of interesting right now. But to be honest with you, if I'm looking at the quarterbacks right now, if you're going to put a gun in my head and ask me who I would look at, I mean, this year's draft. I mean, you also got another guy here too, uh, Sam Howell, uh, University of uh, North Carolina right now. I mean, who's completed 64% of his uh, passes, 
92 touchdowns with 23 interceptions, uh, who's clearly got like the best touchdown interception ratio of, of all the quarterbacks. I mean, this guy could be projected anywhere between the first and the third round, likely a first round pick. I'm not sure he's going to be a high pick when it comes to Steelers being 20th in the draft. But when you take a look at it, I mean, consider it right here. I mean, this guy right here, he can run just as much as a guy like Malik Willis right now. And he's thrown for 10,283 yards, which is the second most amongst these quarterbacks. I did hear Mike Tomlin say, too, that the Steelers, that quarterback mobility is something they would like to focus on this offseason. And that, that's going to be the name of the game for whoever their next quarterback is. They would like to have that uh, part of their game plan. How about you? But I'm crossing my fingers and praying to death that they do not bring in former Bears quarterback Mitch Trubisky. I mean, you heard Ryan Clark, I mean, basically say, I mean, the Steelers do have Mason Rudolph on their center. It would be a failure uh, for the Steelers uh, franchise giving everything that they uh, stand for. And I'm not so sure if I'm ready to go there just yet, but I think you also have to realize, too, I mean, listen. Like I said, let's start this podcast earlier. What have we all been hearing when we look at a guy like Ben Roethlisberger, a guy who they stood up for and who's had his share of scares? I mean, listen, I mean, a lot of people were saying he's be holding the franchise back by sticking around. Well, listen, it was still good enough to be playoff football. The only problem is when you get back to the playoffs, you get the painful reminder. What happens is that they do not have the proper talent to compete with the better teams in this league. So I ask you right now, Steeler Nation. Would you be okay waiting a season for a quarterback? Given that we're only seeing what, like, I mean, so far, I only got like about like at least like uh, two legitimately going in the first round. That's Pickett and Malik Willis. Granted, they're still going to be around in the second uh, round of this year's uh, draft. That's something uh, very important to like really uh, think about right there because uh, for, for this time right now, I don't know about you, but man, it's definitely going to be uh, really interesting at this point. See how this ends up uh, holding up right now. You got the Steelers at 20th, uh, basically. I mean, the Broncos right now, I mean, What's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? Are they going to be a guy who's going to want a guy here, Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis? Do the Steelers train up uh, for a first round? Now, we heard Kevin Colbert say that the Steelers are going to have a one, two, three, uh, and I think uh, a, a two sixes and a seven, I want to say, for this year's uh, draft, uh, basically, uh, as you said, his uh, press conference. I forget if it was two sixes or two sevens, but. Anyway, remember, they're also supposed to be getting a compensatory uh, pick right now, uh, presumably. And that compensatory uh, pick uh, should be in the form of the fourth round. 
uh, basically, and that will put the Steelers, if confirmed, they'd be sitting around 138th overall. So as it stands according over the cap right now, the Steelers do got three picks in the top 100, uh, with the last of those picks in the top 100 being the third round, which would be 84th overall. So I'd be I'd be really interested. So I mean, you got one, two, three, four, six, and two sevens according over the cap. Uh, basically, the fourth round, presuming that the the, the compensatory pick does get awarded, I believe that's what that's got to be for for right now. But you really gotta be uh, keeping your eyes open right now because to be honest, too, let's let's be honest right now. I mean, like let's look at it too. I mean, aside from the offensive line too. I think if anything, too, I'd be encouraged to look at uh, cornerbacks right now because let's not kid ourselves. I mean, Joe Hayden, I'm not so sure, like, is, is he going to be, like, a reach? Because you got to be paying a guy like Minka Fitzpatrick. I mean, Grant the Steelers, yes, they're going to be having, I mean, a lot of money. I mean, they're going to be having a, a nice, sizable amount of money to spend that they haven't had in a while right now. Uh, currently at cap space, they are over $28.7 million, I mean, in the league, uh, which is the 10th most. It's right behind the Washington Commanders at about $31.9 million, I mean, the spend. So you got to believe right now. I mean, they're in a nice, uh, got a lot of wiggle room to deal with right now. I mean, the Bengals right now, who are fourth in the league, I mean, leading the pack in the AFC North, uh, defending AFC champs, they got about $49.4 million to spend. So you got to believe they're going to be ready to, like, uh, retool, do whatever they can to get themselves in position to try and make another playoff Super Bowl run and try and win the Super Bowl. They came very close to getting it right now. you got to believe they're going to be uh, fully, like, trying to reinvent the wheel right there. I mean, see if they could target some free agent offensive linemen, if not for the draft right there. I mean, that's another team you got to be uh, watching out for, too. And the Browns right now, they continue to, like, uh, go backwards. But, I mean, they still got some money to spend. They were at about 23.6, over 23.23.5 uh, million in cap space. As the Ravens right now, not very much, not really looking too pretty, over 8.7 million to spend so the ravens uh definitely look like they're gonna be going through uh some hard times this offseason as far as in the free agency market looking like they're gonna be have to making some uh, tough decisions right now i mean especially a big decision too are they gonna like give lamar jackson a contract a new contract basically are they gonna like uh sign him give him the money he's worth Especially since he was injured, I mean, towards the end of uh, this season. I mean, it was just uh, very shocking to see them go on the losing streak that they did. Uh, what was it, like five, six games towards the end? But uh, here we go right now. Uh, if you guys, once again, if you guys want to follow me on social media, you can definitely do so. You can follow me on Twitter, at CGR and on Instagram, at Nation. So, like I said, uh, Steelers right now, uh, once again, salary cap-wise, just give every one up to date, they're at $28.7 million in cash space available right now. Now that the Super Bowl has uh, passed up, uh, we're a little over two weeks away from the NFL Combine at Lucas Oil Stadium, which will be on Tuesday, uh, March 1st, 
March 1st through Monday, uh, March uh, 7th, basically, uh, going into that. Uh, Dale Lally, too, of DK Pittsburgh Sports. I mean, this was his notes as far as, like, on the quarterbacks, like, he'd be looking at. Uh, he'd be looking at guys like, say, Jameis Winston of the Saints, who I just mentioned, Marcus Mariola of the Raiders, and Mitch Trubisky. Please do not be Mitch Trubisky. I do not want this guy on this team. I don't know. That would not be an ideal situation. But former offense coordinator Todd Haley seems to feel like, too, that Mitch Trubisky playing under Matt Nagy and his uh, play-calling system. They even said, though, too, that he, Trubisky, the way he made it sound like after being trained other Dabble with the Bills and Josh Allen, that he kind of felt like he was more like a robot trying to play in their system. I mean, very surprising here. I mean, those guys right there want to see, like, how he'd be doing in a different environment. So what with the Steelers? <laughs> I'm at this point right now where I'm looking at the quarterback situation right now. It is a little shaky. If anything, like I said, I definitely want to look at the secondary right now, see if we could shore up some better uh, quarterbacks right now. I mean, put some competition on guys like James Pierre and the other people on this uh, secondary. I'm not sure if he's going to stick around right now. Money's going to start getting a little bit tight right now. Uh, and then you also got to look at, too, I mean, inside linebackers right now. Do you uh, up the ante right now, what point pressure on a guy like Devin Bush? I mean, the, the only problem is they don't have, a, like, a lot of good uh, inside linebacker depth. I mean, according to Kevin Colbert, I will look into that myself later on. But when you look at the outside linebackers in particular, going into this year's draft, you got six out of the ten of the top ten that are projected to go in the first round right here. And, and to be honest with you, too, I mean, when you had a guy like Melvin Ingram, who was very disgruntled, I mean, Alex Highsmith, I thought, did a noble job, I mean, playing alongside uh, T.J. Watt. I mean, let's not kid ourselves there. But to be honest you, I mean, if there's more depth to, like, help out, go for it. Because you know what? At some point, you don't want to keep putting this all on T.J. Watt. A lot of people are already been discussing. We saw like earlier this week, even with Casey Matthews, uh, Craig Wolfley, and of course Mike Pursuta and Arthur Motes. Is he going to break the sack record uh, going this year of twenty-two and a half over under? I kind of, I kind of like to be in the same boat with Pursuta. I think he's going to go under that number, but he. Thinks that he's going to have more impactful plays, like more forced fumbles, uh, more turnovers. I would have no issues with that because at the same time, as much as we love T.J. Watt, congratulations to him on finally getting his Defense Player of the Year honor. You cannot expect this guy to keep doing all the work himself. You got to find a way to give him some help, give him some legit backup. And I think, you know what? You keep at it. You could really turn this team into what you're saying. Uh, I have uh, one guy right here uh, coming from uh, Tyrone, uh, Chip Johnson. Thank you so much for uh, joining here. The Jordan uh, Davis pick. Uh, Tyrone, sorry, I didn't get a chance to look into that one. I did not uh, check that one out. I'll have to look into that a little bit later on. Thank you very much uh, for your uh, comment right now. But, uh, yeah, I'll... I'll have to uh, look into that one a little bit later on. 
but uh, I don't got any info on that. But like I said, uh, Tyrone, I will just say this. I mean, if you've been, I'm sure you've been watching. I'd like to get your thoughts right now. I mean, like, do you agree right now that, and for any of those watching, that you'd be okay waiting for a year for the Steelers to go quarterback? I'm not so sure if I'd be in the rush to sign someone for HC. I'm not so sure if I want to, like, give, like, short-term deals to guys like a, a Jameis Winston, a Mariota. I think now I go for the circus again. I mean, let's be honest, of going for reusable quarterbacks. I feel like in the way we're kind of going to, like, a flea market, a junkyard in the way, going through quarterbacks could be recyclable, like a guy like Dwayne Haskins. I mean, seriously. I mean, and then, uh, and then, like, the last few years, I mean, is it true? Was Ben Rossberg right in the end that they did waste a third-round pick on drafting Mason Rudolph, instead getting a pick that they could have needed to help their team? We never really seemed to be too fond with him. I mean, throw that into another mixture of quarterback uh, dramas over the year in the history of this league. But let's find out. But for right now, uh, let's go ahead and uh, move along real quick, get ready to wrap this up. Uh, it was announced yesterday that the Steelers, uh, on Saturday, excuse me, on Saturday, that the Steelers have hired uh, former Dolphins uh, coach uh, who was fired by the league, Mike Flores, right now. Uh, Mike Flores, I think, is going to be an interesting one for right now. Uh, for a guy who's definitely had, I mean, his uh, – Falling out with the Dolphins, his his share of controversies. When you look at the horrible treatment of black coaches around this league right now, which has been uh, no secret. I mean, only four coaches, uh, which Brian Gumble pointed out on his uh, show HBO's uh, Real Sports. But when you look at Brian Flores' resume and his 14-year career as a coach, as an assistant coach, and then three years as a head coach, one thing that stands out for me right here, I mean, when you look at him, I mean, Brian Flores, uh, who right now is uh, coming into a situation uh, for right now as their senior assistant and linebackers coach, I like the fact that one of the things that stands out, uh, he had, he, he is average uh, top 10 in points allowed. I mean, and where points game is usually about 21 points per game in his entire coaching career. And also, too, winning the turnover battle. I mean, I, I think it's be interesting to see how that dynamic right there. The question is, I mean, how he's going to be working with Terrell Austin right there. I mean, Terrell Austin, I mean, and how much is Mike Tomlin going to back off, turn his attention to the offense, let these guys get a cohesiveness built up. Of course, I would expect Mike Tomlin to have foul say and check in with his guys. But I, I think uh, this hire right now, it kind of reminds me of having a guy like Mike Munchak in the way, but like on the offensive line. I think he's going to definitely bring an attitude, a lot of optimism right here. It, it just really proves how diverse the Steelers are as an organization. I think that's going to be a good move. Now, the other guy, Pat Meyer right here, who's uh, going into a situation right now, uh, who has uh, spent, like, uh, let's see, like two seasons with the Bills back in 2015 and 2016, 
But of course, three with the Panthers right now, dealing with guys like uh, Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, his uh, biggest highlights right now, when you look at everything, I mean, he has had uh, four uh, top rushing leaders in four of his five seasons. I mean, of course, as mainly due in particular with Sean McCoy and Christian McCaffrey. And then one other thing, uh, too, I mean, uh, basically, I mean, that, that that's about it right there. But, I mean, like I said, I would still be a little bit concerned about the sacks. He has still given up, his teams have given up quite a few sacks in the quarterback. You have to protect them a lot better. Giving up a total of 213 sacks is offensive lines right now. But, like I said, when you also look at Mike Tomlin and all the years that he's been here as coach, and when you had a uh, top 10 uh, rusher, he's only had that happen uh, seven times, more particularly with uh, Willie Parker, Rashard Mendenhall, Le'Veon Bell, D'Angelo Williams. And then, of course, uh, Najee Harris. So he's had four guys in his 15 career. So that's going to be interesting uh, right there. So to be honest with you, I think – when you look at the two coaches' hires, I'm going to be a little bit more encouraged by Brian Flores. But I think it is pivotal uh, that Meyer right here, who, by the way, uh, Pat Meyer, I mean, he's a former uh, Panthers offense line coach. Like I said, he's had a total of seven top ten players leading the league in, in rushing. And, uh, and just to wrap up on Brian Flores, he told Brian Gobble in an interview for HBO's Real Sports that he called Mike Tomlin for advice last Thursday. The call resulted in Tomlin offering him a job. Uh, I will say this uh, for right now. I think that is a beautiful thing right there. Way to go uh, for Tomlin to look out. Uh, let's, I will say this. The way it will be put to the test, uh, if and when the Steelers do get back to the playoffs in, like, say, a year or two, I mean, it's going to be probably, like, about two, three-year drought where they don't make the playoffs. I'll probably leave it at two. The only time was uh, competitiveness. Uh, for how will they respond in the postseason? That would just be my only concern right now. But real quick, I just want to hear what you guys thought, too. Kevin Colbert, I mean, assisting with Art Rooney. He hasn't done this in a long time. In 22 years, to uh, find his replacement as GM. Uh, I thought Joe Stark, he found that very odd that he would have him involved, uh, basically. But, I mean, Kevin Colbert has definitely admitted that he would like to hear uh, fresh ideas coming out right now. One thing I thought that was very uh, good to hear was that they did finally contact uh, Stefan Tewitt. Of course, uh, prayers and loving thoughts to him and his family the loss of his brother in the hit and run incident, but also with a knee injury, uh, glad they at least hear some sort of communication. Now, Colbert did acknowledge also too that they are open to welcoming him back. And that's all I gotta have for tonight, but like, let me know what you think right now. Like I said, I, I would say this right now is scale one to 10, that the Steelers do draft a quarterback. I'm gonna go ahead and give it like a five right now. It's 50-50. I would just like to see how this offseason plays out. Of 
course, Kevin Colbert. I'm sure he's going to try and do what he can, leave his team in the best hands, which I would expect him to do, but let's find out. But anyway, once again, if you guys want to follow me on social media, you can definitely do so on Twitter at MattSteelCGR and on Instagram at MattSteelNations. I leave you. Don't be trolling. Be rolling. Here we go, sirs. Here we go.